You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You. As the decade ends, it's time to reflect on not only your goals for 2020, but for the decade beyond. Don't be intimidated. Please do not put too much on yourself right out of the gate. I know it sounds like an extremely hard thing to do going into the new year, let alone being a new decade, but it comes down to asking yourself the right questions at this time. Ones that entice and excite you to put yourself into a goal-setting realm to not only maximize achievement and success, but to create an unbelievable deeper meaning within your life for the next year and the decade before us. The goal-setting questions must go beyond the usual. They must be in a place where you're in reflection from the last decade and understanding that this is now the time to either unpack things that you do not and will not bring into this new year and decade or pack up. So with that, I, I'm the fitness trainer. Uh, you guys know this. I'm the gym owner. And I've been involved in so many, let's just call it 15 years worth of watching not only myself, but witnessing other people step foot into the new year and be gung-ho about New Year's resolutions. And as New Year's resolutions happen, uh, they, they, they become very forced, they become very, you know, quick and they like the, the magic pill that everyone wants to take because everyone's feeling a certain way to change, which is amazing. However, in the fitness industry, I've seen so many fails right out of the gate because too much hype was put on that person, you know, and too much of that you have to achieve this and, and you have to do this because, because it's the new year. Now, once we start to reframe our mind um, and get away from the new year's resolutions, because let's just be real, I see people come in strong to the gym for the first three weeks and no kidding by the first of February, the gym is half of what it was in January. And that's because people go and they just overdraw. And because they do have a lot of energy and they do have a lot of great um, ideas for the new year, but what we're seeking now is longevity. We're looking for the new and daily patterns. We're looking for the new and daily uh, habits, you know, that turn into a new behavior. So by the end of 2020, we're going into the second year of our, you know, newer decade, fulfilling not only what we thought about happening in 2020, but for the the rest, the 10 years before us. So when I, when I'm, when I'm thinking about New Year's resolutions and everyone's like, I just want this new me and the new you, I really don't play into that anymore. Instead, I suggest that it's not about grabbing and gravitating to a new you. It's it's the best version of you because really we've already been giving been given our life. That was when we were birth. You know, when we were when we came out of the womb, that was the start of everything. We don't we don't just say new you and I'm going to turn into Beyonce like 
I'm happy for the woman that I am and knowing that there's so much growth that happened in 2019, I am unpacking things and I'm repacking for the for the 2020. So as we're sitting here today, maybe some of you are listening to the podcast uh, on New Year's Eve, right? And we're going into this new decade. I really would love for your journal to be out in Project U because you can jot down some of these um, informational things that might entice you and excite you to develop this refocus with intent, this resetting within the mind frame to become the best version of self, not a new self, but a, the best version of you. And while we, we, we do this, we're, we're thinking that we have time to develop these new patterns. We have time to develop these new habits. And once we, once we do, then we can look back and be like, wow, this is now a new behavior. Nothing that we haven't gone over in Project U for the past year. However, the, the energy that comes from this time of year is absolutely and unbelievably strong. I, I, I saw a post the other day and this girl was like my mood for the, for the rest of the year, which is really just a week, right? And it was a princess drinking champagne. And that's everyone's mood. Everyone's off work. Everyone's, you know, kind of overeating. They're hanging out with family, being less active. Maybe they're drinking more, um, whatever it is. But people are ready for the reset button. And I, I'm total big advocate of the reset button to refocus with intent. So if we can talk about what is the one thing that you are going to unpack from 2019 and definitely not bring into 2020 new year, what is the one thing that you want to pack into your new, your newer and better self, right? Um, to achieve the things that you want. And when I think about this, I really think of myself packing a bag to go on vacation. I know that I'm going to, let's say, Florida, okay? And in Florida at this time of year, I could catch up with some rain and I can catch up with some sun rays. I can, but I know that it's going to be sunny. It's not going to be in winter, okay? So, when we're thinking about our year, we know where we want to go because we have put we've we put thought into this. But there's going to be the storms. There's going to be these things that that we don't know that are coming our way. However, we're going in secure because we have our tools, right? And whatever tools that we don't have, we're, we have to be willing to pick up along the way and to find find them, go purchase them, go. Um, research them, go do something to make sure that you have these tools because you know that you're lacking. So when I pack my bags, and this is truly um, the analogy, I'm packing for Florida and I know that I'm going to be there for a week. Okay. I'm packing for my life in 2020. I, I have an idea of exactly where I want to go this year opposed to where I was last year. And I'm going to pack certain clothes. I'm going to pack certain things. I'm not going to overpack. Because if I overpack, my bag's going to be too filled. I'm going to be jumping on it to get the zipper and then my zipper is going to break and I'm going to have this one little hole and already I'm going in crammed. Already I'm going in with a little bit more chaos. Already I know that I'm not going to wear these clothes in Florida, but I'm bringing two pairs of pants and two sweaters and I know that it's 74 and it hasn't dropped from 74 in a month, right? So I'm actually with intent, I'm going to focus or refocus on packing what I truly need for this journey. And I really don't know that 
I don't need the sweater, okay? Because that day might come in, right? The storm and it's 62 and I might need a sweater. It's okay to pick that up along the way and not cram your, your bag right now going into 2020 and being overzealous. So once I do that and I know that I have space within my bag, that makes me excited. That makes me happy. I know that I'm being simple. I know I'm, I'm focusing on my packing with intent. I know that if I need to pick anything up, that I can do it there. And I know that I'm not going in with this extreme chaos and making myself or having this burden on self right out of the gate because I'm being too much, right? I'm being extra. So that's where I put myself right at the beginning. And, and I hope that you can, can write down one thing that you want to unpack. So this is the negative thing that happened in 2019. It could be something that you've done, um, a behavior that you're acquired, uh, something that has happened, a traumatic, a traumatic event, um, anything that has mindfully put you in a darker space is something that I would advise to unpack. And it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit easier for you knowing that you intently are not allowing that to come in 2020. Yes, it's going to come up. You're going to think about it, but you're making, you know, the conscious effort to be aware of this and to make sure that you can push it aside and not to suppress it, but to really not allow it to take you over. So these are, these are also things that you need to make sure that we're healing from in 2020 because we don't need to put things under the rug and act like they're not there and put it on the shelf and think that it's all pretty and cute because it's not. So that's that's one thing that we want to, we just don't want to carry it every single day, all right? And then we're going to write one thing down that we want to pack up. Truthfully, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I want to work on this and declare that, proclaim that, and then that will be... Um, give you more headway rather into the into the new year and also the new decade. Now, something else that I've been doing for since literally since I was in my early 20s and I came up with this by myself and as I'm growing and learning and and, and hearing different influential speakers and stuff it's really kind of a, a a beautiful outline within every single person that that has the the mindset to make sure that they know what's important in their life and there's different ways to think about this however for me i've always called it the five pillars okay so the five pillars are the the five most important things in my life now the five most important things in your life are going to be declared as well you're gonna write. You're gonna write down in your journal. I'm doing it with you. Um, four, five squares. Okay, five squares on the bottom of my journal. I'm doing it right now, and then I'm gonna label these pillars from what is absolutely a hundred percent important to me. So this first one is health and wellness. Let's call it that one. Okay, and I'm gonna have. I'm not gonna tell you all of mine because I don't want to you know, give too much detail on what I do because I want this to be truly authentic from you. But just know that I did this in my early 20s and the only pillar that has changed since I was did my first um, streamline of pillars was one of them and it was friends. So my strong pillar when I was really, really young was friends. Now, when I redid it in my early 30s, 
I had changed that to community. Community means so much more to me and friends are involved in that. Uh, but I got to, I got to, to streamline from there. So underneath health and wellness, I have three pillars underneath that one that are important to water. So it's nutrition, it's um, the athlete in me, so serving that, and uh, nutrition, athlete, and then I'm gonna write down uh, mental wellness, okay? So those are the three things that I focus on with intent during my year and not just health and wellness. And so it's really easy to declare these things. So my next one, you already know, is community and my next one beyond that is um, uh, family. So I wanna I wanna declare this because family to you can mean something different to me, right? And so what you wanna do under the family pillar is write down three important factors of family. So it's not just so broad because that's what happens in the new year is that we, we say, we're gonna lose 50 pounds, but then we don't have these intermediate and immediate goals to attach ourselves to. Instead, we're just focusing on the 50 pounds. And 50 pounds seems like a lot of weight to lose right out of the gate. And especially coming from you know, being more sedentary, eating extra foods, maybe drinking more beverages. And that's how I feel about when you're just looking at the five pillars and you're seeing health and wellness, community, family, like it, they just seem so big and so broad. And, and for my mind to really attach itself with a refocus to be intentful for the rest of the year, I really need to define at a greater level what those are. So that's something that you want to do today in your journal as well is to declare your five pillars. And I'm pretty sure for the next decade, these five pillars are going to stand strong within you. The smaller pillars might, might um, you know, vanish. And so my, my nutrition, my athlete, and my mental wellness, um, something might change there where I don't want to focus so much on my nutrition. I want to focus on hydration uh, so I can get rid of that and substitute and bring something else in, which is, which is nice because when we're goal setting, and we're going into this new year, we got to remember that anything's subjective to change. Something could happen to you in, in six months and you just had this epiphany where everything made sense to you and now nutrition is kind of dialed for you and you're, 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 you're doing way better than you thought and, and you're feeling the, the truth out of your nutrition right now because you put so much six months of action into it. That's a good point in time to translate to uh, something else. Like I said, hydration, maybe you're not doing your gallon a day and, and you're definitely not getting your electrolytes and you understand that you're a little fatigued on that standpoint. So now you have six months of creating this new daily pattern and habit for, for your hydration. So when we go into this new decade and when we go into this new year, it's, I said this a little before, but the immediate to the intermediate uh, goals are what is very strong in attaching yourself to your goals because we see the big, the big number, we see the big ultimate goal. So for, for us right now, we're looking at 2020, okay? And if we can look at 2030, in 10 years, you ask yourself detailed questions. Where do you wanna be in 10 years? Where do you wanna live? What relationship? How many kids do you want? 
Did you graduate from school? All these things that might be in your wheelhouse right now going into the 10 year, you want to declare those 10 years away. And they're big goals. Someone might say a house, own a business. Have you ever started a running regimen only to find yourself lost and bored? That's exactly why I've created the Sprint eBook. If the treadmill had you tired, these proven sprint workouts will help you stay on target and in shape in 30 minutes or less. Did you know that sprints are the most effective workout for people looking to shed fat but maintain muscle? Head to ccfreno.com backslash sprint. Again, ccfreno.com backslash sprint and get your copy of the sprint ebook today. Whatever it may be, that's what you want to declare. And then what you want to do from there is streamline backwards. So what's your seven-year goal? Okay, because now you know your big goals. What's your seven-year goal here? What's your five-year goal? What's your three? And what's your one-year goal? Literally, the ladder goes exactly that way. So if I know that I'm buying a house and I want that house to be purchased by 2030, I got to make sure that I'm setting myself up financially one year three year, five, seven, and 10 year to make sure that I have that down payment. We all know if I wait till 2029 and I'm like, oh great, this is the year that I wanted to have my house and I don't have any money saved up. Well, we didn't do our diligence because we didn't put thought into it. We didn't focus down with intent to make sure that you were putting away an extra $250 a month, you know, or whatever that number is to get to that 10 year goal. So I, I believe that you need to dream and you need to think big and, and be a bold requester on behalf of what you want, but also make it very tangible that you can achieve these things because you're putting yourself in action and they are not so overzealous and they're not so overbearing that it becomes a nuisance to you. And then you just fail out and flunk out because it was too much out of the gate. So, so in that retrospect too, the last thing that I want to put myself on is heavy pressure. I want this to be exciting. I want this to be a fulfillment. I do not want this to be a burden on self. So if I want to buy that house in 2030, I need to be excited about putting $250 away a month rather than $1,000 a month. Do something that is within your range, okay? I ask myself also going into every new year questions that are, that are way different than just the normal questions. What's your New Year's resolutions, Cam? I don't have a New Year's resolution. I have a refocus button. I have a restart button. I have um, um, this desire in me to be fully intent to my goals. And my goals are, are, are going to be set, which they have been. And I'm going to give myself a timeline in order to get to those goals instead of just saying, well, I'm just losing 50 pounds or I'm buying a house. I'm very much more detailed than that. And that has been a learned thing as well, you guys. So this is these are the things that you can actually pack in your bag right now and start asking yourself questions like, what are the what are the tempting things that I want to avoid in 2020? So the things that got you in 2019 and held you back and procrastinated you, those are the things that you want to stay away from. You want to have your safer space and and you want to take away from the patterns that you got caught up in. You want to ask yourself, what are the traps that could amazingly derail you from really what you want to accomplish in 2020 leading into the to the further years of the of the decade? Some of us, we just want to coast through and 
we don't like sticking to our plan because it's too hard. And, and that could be everything that held you back in 2019. So you got to really ask yourself what, what excites me? What is it that is going to turn my head and turn my focus every single day to make this a, a, a habit, right? And once you start to feel the feeling side inside of you that feels good rather than the burden or the, the, the trap or whatever that you used to feel, then you'll feel enticed, right? To keep moving and get out of those tempting places. Question that I asked myself also is how can I live a true life for myself and my values and definitely not for others and what they expect of me? This is a huge question that I have never asked myself in the beginning of the year because I've been so focused on, you know, more, you know, the community and um, the business and my kids and my family and all of those things. And this is the first year, you guys, because of the work that I put in in 2019, my inner care is going to start spreading outwardly now in 2020 because I'm going to ask myself, how can I live a life true to myself and my values and not the life of others that and, and what they expect of me? This is one of the top regrets for people that are in their deathbed, okay? They, they're, it's out there in the, within the research. I mean, people are asked in these, in these research panels, very tough questions at the end of their life. And, and like one of the number one things that they say is like, I wish I did the things for myself. I wish that I focused on my five pillars and I gave I gave energy to all of them instead of just one of them. Cause it's really easy, like on, on one of mine, um, to just focus on the, the money and the finances, because we think those are the riches of the world and they're not. The happiness comes in from feeling well and feeling that you're eating really well and, and, and you're getting your body in motion and you're focusing on your mental wellness and you're also giving back and you know, whatever, whatever seems good for you. But that is the number one thing that you do not want to look back when we are sitting in 2030 and look back being like, gosh, in, in 10 years, I didn't even focus on me. I didn't focus on what was really within my wheelhouse and what I wanted to express more and expose more because I was so focused on whether, what others expected of me. This might be a big goal for you to live on your own. This might be extremely scary. Believe me, I completely understand. But at a certain point, you got to turn the finger to self and be like, hey, chick, hey, dude, what is it that you really, really are desiring for yourself that will keep you so within your values and your morals and your standards, your higher expectations? What does that look like? This is the time to honestly say that I'm never going to live someone else's story. I'm going to live for my story and for what my worth is and for what my value is. This is no better time. This is resetting and refocusing with intent. Another question to ask yourself is how can I work on my life, not just in it? So the routines of our time, the energy and the mind and the space are all just routines. 
this question that I asked myself excites me to be proactive versus being reactive, okay? It's about recommitting to the concept of your challenge and embracing once again the thrill that comes from learning and growing and moving forward to the best version of yourself. Set goals like we've been talking about that will help you get going to the next goal, right? And not to be overbearing and to be overzealous, but to really set goals to get to the next one. So when you really think about that and you might say it out loud, be like, oh my gosh, this is the stepping stone. I get that. It's the ladder. I can only take one step on the ladder, put my hand on the other piece of metal, put my hand on the other piece of metal and my feet are going up. You don't skip three elements of the ladder because then you're more prone to fall off, right? Become unbalanced. Like we need to go step by step. And that's exactly what we do in Project C. Project C is just about to start on January 20th, 2020. And I do things step by step. I just don't throw everything at them and be like, well, hope you guys got all the information. Here's all the files. Here's all the documents. More so, it's like, introduce yourself. Share your story. Declare your why. Declare your top three goals. Share a photo of yourself when you were the happiest. Push send. It goes on to our Facebook private page. Everyone gets to see that person's story. And then once everyone in in Project C has done that, we go to the next step. So the next step is getting their journal and getting their binder together. And I have this whole setup on exactly how to do your binder and exactly what to do. And, And then once their binder's done, they go do it, then they take a picture of their binder, and then they find that that post that I said, share what your binder looks like and hashtag got my binder for 2020. So it's, it's, it's called the prove it system. Prove that you're doing your goals. Prove it. Did you do your binder? Yeah, Cam, I did my binder. Okay, where is it? Oh, shoot. Nah, that was a white light. I didn't do my binder. So then I'm like, okay, just do your binder. Like, be intentful, be organized, be excited. And if you're not, then it's not going to happen. So that's exactly what we do in Project C and and what we want to share in in Project U. I want to ask myself this year too, what's the difference between a good and a great next year or a great decade? The danger in setting goals is not that we aim too high and fail, but we aim too low and achieve them. You have a chance right now to reset the bar on what you want to accomplish and the happiness you create. This is one of my major goals in 2020 is to make sure that I'm that I'm not aiming too high and fail, that I'm not aiming too low and achieve them, but this is my chance to reset the bar in my expectations. I need to ask myself what a good year or decade looks like and what a great one looks like. And that's okay if it's if it's a little extra. That's okay. Set goals that move you towards another goal like we were talking about. Ask yourself, if I knew I couldn't fail, and if I knew that there was zero constraints in my life, would I give it a 100% attempt? And the question that I just asked, yeah, I'm going to answer that. 
A hundred percent. If I knew I couldn't fail, there was no constraints, I would totally a hundred percent follow through with that. And that's the mindset that I'm that I have going into 2020. I most definitely know that greatness often lies in the answer. And that is, I have the authority, I have the superpower to, to get this done. It's on me. This is not you. It's not your deal. This is not your goals. These are not the desires of your heart. Of your heart. I'm considering myself in 2020 to make sure that all of this happens. And not to be, you know, overzealous again, but I really need to know that my strengths are within. And I also want to know that I'm not just going to go into this and be all about me and self-righteous. I'm going to go into this year and make sure that I am serving along the way. I'm going to make sure that when I look back on one or 10 years later, that I've served with great energy, with great intent, and I managed my time in order to get there. It's super easy to be self-centered at this time, you guys, when we're going into the 2020. That's why I say make sure to set your pillars and to see the streamline below because at the end of the day, true joy comes from knowing that you made a difference in people's lives. And that is my other intent for 2020 is to not only achieve my great nutrition and the athlete in me and my mental wellness, but I know that loving my neighbor having human connection and not denying a moment to listen and to interact with another human, whether it be a stranger, someone that I just met or an old friend or someone that I'm interconnected with now, I'm going to make sure that I'm lining myself up with that part of joy of life. Because when you lift others up, your goals are more manageable. They're more easy. And it's not being a people pleaser either. But it's just that that sweet little balance of having the human connection and making sure that that we're not, you know, over self-serving or under self-serving and to others too, you know? Which leads me into another question that I believe everyone strays away from, but really should be asked in this 2020 year going into the decade is what have been your happiest moments in your life so far? You can look back on pictures. You can look back on seasons of your life, times of your life, experiences, the fails, the falls, the cries. You know, an exact opposite of the negative is what we're looking for. We're looking for the happiest times of your life. You can pinpoint those. And as you pinpoint those, you reflect to consider what the happiest moments in your life have been. What goal would force you to engage in the kinds of activities that created that happiness for your life at one point in time? Goal setting should be about fulfillment and not just fulfilling obligations. We become the yes girl, the girl that I am unpacking and I am not packing into 2020 for the next decade is the yes girl. She's gone. The other girl that's gone is the one that doesn't have boundaries. The other girl that's gone is the girl that's not aware. The other girl that's gone is the one that is subconscious. Like 
These are the things because I have been my happiest when I've been aware, conscious, alert, giving, loving, um, saying no from time to time. That is fulfillment. And those help me to achieve my goals because I'm not drained every second. I'm not exhausted every second because I'm being pulled in 17 ways. I understand that my hustle was strong and I was doing everything I could to to create the the desire of my heart and it it did become self-righteous at certain points in time. And all of those experiences have led me into where I'm standing in this ground today, ready to go into tomorrow, 2020. Anything that has been holding you back is something that you need to let go of. What part of me has not shown up in my life yet is my next biggest question. You and I get one shot at life. And if there's something about you that you've been wanting to explore or display or expose or express, goal setting time is the time to put this into motion. This is the time right now being that, yes, we're going into the new year and yes, we're going to this new decade. There is no better time to measure your growth from 2020 to 2030 because we we legitimately are so conscious about what's ahead of us and this streamline of a beautiful 10 years. And yeah, there's going to be hiccups. There's going to be huge lessons. There's going to be heartache, but it's not going to be as bad because we're obviously picking up our tools and we're setting intention. We're setting this focus in our heart and our mind and our soul to really pack up and get ready for the new year. We're packing up and we're going on a trip, you guys. That's why I'm seeing this. And I'm packing way more simple than I ever have in my whole life. And I'm so excited because I've never packed this light before. I legitimately have have the pleasure to go into this new year and be like, yep, I'm going to, I'm going to do this with only a few pairs of shorts, only a few pairs of short or or tank tops. And I'm going to have my two shoes and you know what I'm saying? I know you get it. I read this quote today, right before I walked in to our podcast, but one reason people resist change is because they focus on what they have to give up instead of what they have to gain. When I realized that this analogy of packing and unpacking was was everything that I needed to to know to go into the 2020, it also gave me a little bit of anxiety because I was like, well, what does that mean? What, What do I have to give up? I have to give up the two other pair of shorts that I love as well as the two shorts that I already packed in there. But I legitimately need to ask myself, are you going to wear those two pairs of shorts? I'm probably not because I like the other two way more. And I told myself I was going to, I was going to be more simple and I'm going to get, I'm going to have a lot to gain while I'm on this trip. And I'm on this journey when I have more space inside my bag to grab things along the way. So I really am enjoying that this inner voice, which for me is the sound of God inside of me. I'm trusting that beyond anything else in my whole entire life. I'm understanding that I don't need the New Year's resolutions. 
I don't need to be stopped by accepting my the mediocrity that I have in the past. I'm demanding a lot more of myself to be explored and to be expressed and exposed in 2020, which will lead me into this new decade. You just need to continue exploring life through and through and through because we're supposed to. We're supposed to explore life with our eyes wide open and not our eyes wide shut. Understand also that your inner work is beginning to reflect in your outer environment, which is so profound and it's so exciting going into this new year. You have been listening to Project You. You have been putting in deep work on connecting with self, writing these things down in our journal, being a little extra and deciding that these are my little promises in the day. This is the inner work that we've been working on. And all of a sudden, I'm having this huge shift in my stomach and that's my inner voice. That's my gut saying, this is all about to reflect in your outer environment. The desires of your heart and much, much more are ready to open up for us. We're no longer limited with the decisions and the choices that we have to make. We no longer have to be that way. We're in a complete position to take life whichever direction that is fitting for, each, for, for ourselves. And sometimes when I'm talking right now, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I never thought I'd just be talking about, you know, moving into a direction for, for self. But it has to be that way. Because if we're not that way first, then we cannot tend to other people's needs. And we cannot be the giver that we were supposed to be or the servant that we were supposed to be. The difference maker in this life comes from within. So thank yourself right now that you have options. Thank yourself that your past is in the past. And I understand that you might've been just scraping by. However, the desires of your heart are right in front of you and it's time to step in. Every moment in life is an opportunity to practice being who you want to become. Follow your heart and remember that love truly does win. Thanks for tuning in with me, you guys. Till next time. Mwah.